So today's episode is all about answering a question that I received via email. And the question was this, I've been in IT, I wanna get out and get into my own business doing something completely different. What do I do? It's a great question. And there's a lot of pieces to this. So let's dive in. All right, so, you know, firstly, I really get it. You know, I my background was IT. I had an IT company for eight years with my father. I eventually got to the point where I was like, I want out of the IT business. We sold the business and I want to do something completely different. It's when I'd written my first book. And so I understand kind of getting over IT. Getting into your own business is super exciting. And the fact that you're, you're looking at going, hey, how do I get into a business? Kudos to you. I think that's incredible and I encourage it. That said, I have a few clarifying questions that I'd like to run by you to get you really thinking about what you actually want. So the first question, if you're currently, and I'll make this to you who asked me the question, and I'm keeping it anonymous because you asked me to, and also to anyone else who's listening who might be in a similar position where you're currently employed and you're going, you know what, I'd really like to do my own business. And I encourage that. I really do. That's, as I said, that said, there are some things I think it's really important that you think about to before you just make that leap. So the first question that you absolutely need to think about is how much money do you have to invest? And this money is either to invest in your education because you plan to just go into a completely, you know, in this example, you want to go into a completely different field. You've been in IT, so you've got experience in IT and you want to go into a business that's completely unrelated to IT. That can be really powerful when you know a lot about business, but to go into a world that you don't know anything about will be a steep learning curve. And the the best way you can speed up that learning curve is to be able to invest in mentors, trainings, books, resources that could help you learn a lot faster. So how much money do you have to invest in either education as well as your education though? And I think everyone, no matter what business you're going into, you need to invest in some form of education, even if it's just some books. You're also going to need some sort of money for the business, whether you are choosing to start the business from absolute scratch or whether you want to go and buy a business to save all that startup, period. I used to teach people about buying businesses and why that was far better than starting a business. They've got their pros and cons. Buying a business, you require more cash up front, usually, not always. You can definitely buy businesses for, I used to teach people about buying a business for a dollar. The catch with the dollar that not everyone always seemed to understand is you could buy a business for a dollar, but there's a reason you're getting it for a dollar. You're probably going to still need another 20, 30, 40, $50,000 to help turn it around, whether that's investing in stock or you know people or, or things like that. So you're still going to need some sort of cash if you're going to buy a business, whether you're paying for the business or the franchise or the whatever upfront, or whether you're getting a really good deal and then you need to invest in that business. Now, if you don't buy a business, you choose to start a business you're still going to need some form of cash, some sort of startup capital. What I would caution you as if you are starting is go easy on the vanity things. You know, going and getting a fancy logo and spending all this money. Just go on something like fiverr.com or, you know, sign up to our service at automationagency.com and get something just something easy put together or if you've got decent you know, Canva or Photoshop skills, just go and put something quick and easy together. Don't go and spend thousands and thousands of dollars creating a brand identity in the beginning if you're starting a business. Just put something out there and then 
worry about up leveling your image and your name and all of those and branding and business cards and all that stuff once you start to actually get customers and you figured out what you're going to do. So, just to, to reiterate, that first question is how much do you have to invest either into your education as well as into the startup of buying the business or investing in the startup of the business? You know, you might need to buy stock or you might need to, you're going to need to run some ads, potentially you're going to put an ad somewhere or run some Facebook ads or do something, join a, join a business networking like BNI to just kind of get yourself out there and, and get your start. So get really clear on how much money you have to invest. Secondly, the other thing to invest is how much time do you have? Because if you don't have a lot of money, there are still ways that you can start a business with less money, but it requires more time. Your money is, when used well, is a time saver or a speed, it leverages time. It allows you to pay for someone else's time to speed things up rather than you having to invest your own time. That's, that's the reality of what money allows you to do, especially when it comes to investments and businesses and things like that. So if you don't have a lot of money, or even if you do, again, how much time do you have to commit to this? Because starting a business, buying a business, it is time intensive in the beginning. Whether you're a seasoned professional and you've been in business for 20 something years like me, or whether you're completely new, it still requires a significant amount of time in those early days. And so are you only available nine to five? Are you going to be available and have you talked to your family, your loved ones, your friends, the people around you to say, hey, you know what, I'm doing this thing. And that's going to mean I might be getting up at 5 a.m. Not that I personally do 5 a.m. starts, never have. But you might be like, look, I'm going to be getting up at 5 a.m. and I'm going to be you know, clocking off at 9 p.m. or midnight. You need to have those conversations and see, are you prepared to put in that time? Do you have that time? Maybe you've got kids and that's just not viable. So when will you have time? Will it be after they've gone to bed and in the evenings is when you'll have this time? And again, that requires a conversation with your significant other or, or anyone in your world to say, hey, I'm going to be, that, you know, we're going to have less time because I'm going to be investing in this business my time. So how much money do you have? How much time do you have to give this? All right. Now you've kind of got clear on what you've got to give. The next thing is, what does that perfect business look like? You know, if you were, you're currently in IT and you want to get into another business or you want to start something and get into a business that's completely unrelated, what does that look like? Because businesses come in all shapes and sizes. You can have a business that is purely all online, right? Like you can, you can have a business that's you, just you, no team, no staff, and you're like blogging and you're selling courses or you're you know, doing affiliate marketing, like you can have a business that's just you writing on the internet, never talking, really having to talk to customers per se. That is a viable business and those business models exist. On the complete other spectrum, you can have a business that's bricks and mortar, like a coffee shop, and you're gonna, you wanna be the barista or you wanna be behind the, the counter chatting to people all day, every day, because you love people and you want that interaction with people. These are completely kind of different business models. One is also, you know, got consumable goods. The other one has very little cost to delivery because it's all online. And, you know, I could be arrogant and say, I believe one is better than the other, but the reality is it's not like, because it's about what do you want? What do you need? And what's gonna suit your personality? I think, you know, if you look at a lot of people out there who teach you and sell business opportunities, they're going, hey, here's a way to make money online. And there's lots of people, some of them are my friends, some of them I've been customers of, some of them I just personally know through networks and others I've just heard of. There's lots of people out there who will sell you a biz op, a business opportunity. What you need to get clear on is knowing who you are, what you are like, and if you choose to go down a biz op path and invest in someone's programs and courses, 
is that you're picking one that is most aligned to who you are and how you truly want to be and can be. You know, like if you're not someone who likes talking to people and getting on the phone and knocking on doors, you know, you wouldn't want to invest in a biz op that's all about like cold outreach, knocking on doors, hustle, hustle, hustle. MLM, for example, you know, building teams and trying to really put yourself out there is not going to suit someone who really just wants to sit behind the computer and maybe write or, you know, they're really creative. So get really clear on what is an ideal business look like for you? How much money do you want to be making? Do you want location independence or do you want it in a certain location? Do you want it to be something where you're interacting with lots of people or do you want it to be more where it's just kind of you? Uh, do you want a business that you'll eventually be able to build a team around or do you want a business that will forever just be you? And here's the thing, the answers to these questions will change as you start on your business journey. So this is not about locking in for the rest of your life. This is about right now, you're gonna make the jump from employee to business owner. What do I want that to look like? The fourth question is how committed are to you to actually making this work? Or is it just a nice idea? I wondered about whether I should say this, but the reality is, I don't wanna scare you off. If you're interested in starting a business, I encourage anyone to at least dip their toe in the water and try it out. I used to believe that anyone and everyone could be a successful entrepreneur. I no longer believe that. I believe that anyone and everyone should take the opportunity to explore it because you will learn a lot more about yourself on the journey. But if this is just like, oh, you know, grass is greener on the other side, life will be better, and you don't have an actual, not hunger, hunger might not be the right word, but you don't have an actual real drive to go, I'm gonna make this effing work, right? I'm gonna make this work. And that might mean that the business model you start with fails miserably, but it's not about I'm gonna make this business work, is I'm gonna make money, I'm gonna succeed in having my own business. If you're committed to that, you're truly committed to like, yes, if it's just a matter of when, right? I will achieve that. I started my first business at 15. I didn't really consciously understand it, but I was always like, I'm gonna succeed in business. It was never like, oh, I'll go get a job. Never, that was never really in my mindset. And so if you're going into business going, oh, but if it doesn't work, I'll just run back to a job. Really sit with that because if you're going into a business with that as, oh, the job is my safety net, I'm all for safety nets if you've got kids and things like that. But that level of thinking will probably lead you to not put in the work and the effort that's truly required for you to get the success you're looking for from your business. And if that's the case, you may be better off just exploring, well, I'm looking for that safety and security, which as an entrepreneur and a business owner, safety and security is one of the things you don't necessarily have. What you get instead is you get a lot of variety, you get a lot of huge opportunity, un uncapped potential. Your income is only capped by your ability to think and work and the input you put in will control the output. There's no like, this is your salary. You can earn millions of dollars, you can earn $100. Really, it comes down to how you go about your business that controls that. No one else controls it. But if you're like, you know what, I, I really need, I'm going to start my... <laughs> I remember meeting these guys who were like, I'm going to jump into business and from day one, I want to be making and taking home $100,000. And it was like, yeah, you maybe will achieve that with investing in a big franchise that you'll be the person doing all the work, but enough profits might, might, if you select the right franchise, be a hundred grand a year. But if you're like, I'm going to do a startup, I'm going to do this, now, I'm going to hire all these people and I'm going to be taking a hundred grand a year. It's unlikely is my experience anyway. Uh, I'm not here to tell you that it can't be done. Absolutely, it can be done. My experience shows that it's less likely 
than standard. And if me telling you that fires you up to make you do it, do it more, do it. Go for it. I love that. If me saying that makes you go, ooh, I don't know, and makes you question whether business is right for you, again, sit with that and really ask yourself, how badly do I want to be in business? Truly, how badly do I want to be in business? Is it about the business or is it about something else? And if it's about something else, maybe there's another way you can achieve that. Like if you're just dissatisfied in your job right now and the career of IT, well, maybe there's another career which will have that safety. We could argue about whether having a job is actually safe. Um, Peter, my previous co-host, and I had numerous conversations like that. This is not me talking you out of starting a business or buying a business. No way at hell. This is about you getting real with yourself. That's what this is. All these questions about you getting real with yourself. Are you prepared to do what it takes? Are you prepared to invest? And the first sign of struggle isn't going to send you to go, oh, it's not working. I'm going to throw in the towel and go back and get a job. Because if that's the case, you'll probably feel really shit about yourself. And you may be better off to have those conversations with yourself now and look at that job opportunities and maybe do a smaller side hustle on the side rather than throwing yourself deep into the business. So those are the key questions. Now, in terms of what I would do if I was in your situation, you know, got IT experience, you're looking to get into a business. If you want to eventually build a business that runs without you, and I'm a huge advocate of that, huge advocate of that, typically would say, well, you should go and buy and get into like a hairdressing salon because you're an IT person. No one's going to let you cut their hair. And if you've got some money behind you, that is a worthwhile thing to explore and do. Go into something completely non-IT related. Look for opportunities where your IT skills will add value to the business that you're buying. So yeah, if you've got money to buy into a business, going into something that's completely unrelated to your field, but then your background can add value to that business, huge, do that. That's what I would recommend you do. However, if you're going, oh, I don't have the money to buy a business, or I don't want to buy a business, I want to start something. What I would start with is being a consultant. If you currently have experience selling, doing IT stuff for big corporates, try and get into big corporates as an independent consultant. Or, you know, do what my dad did when he started the IT company. He, he kind of got in doing, before it was IT, he was doing bookkeeping, but like sell your skills, sell your time. This is not the forever. This is just to get you building cash flow, starting to get you to experience and learn some things about what business is like. How do you get clients? How do you deal with clients? How do you do invoicing? All of those kinds of things. Sell your time because the time is the thing that you have the most of right now if you're going to quit your job and start. But always keep in mind that this is not the end goal. You're not trying to swap one job for another job that's self-employed, working for the worst boss in the world, you. You, you know, because here's the reality. When you switch from working for someone else to working for yourself, your boss, when you work for yourself, won't give you paid time off. Um, you know, we'll, we'll ask you to work through the holidays. We'll make you work massive overtime. And, you know, we'll take it out of your pay when things go bad in the business. <laughs> Whereas, you know, when you're in someone else's job they, and you're just employed, they, they won't typically do that to you unless something majorly has gone off. But yeah, just get really clear on what you've got to give. And so if you, if you don't have a lot of money and you've got a skill in IT, I would actually go into selling something in IT. Or if you've got hobbies or something else outside of IT that you've got a lot of experience and, and interest in, uh, you could explore how you could monetize that as well. But ultimately, if you're not fully sick of your current job and it's okay, what might be a, a simple taste test is going into something like info products, some sort of online business, 
And you can buy online businesses, by the way. You can buy websites far cheaper than, in some cases, far cheaper than buying, say, a cafe or a retail space. You don't have the rents. Just be aware, though, that, again, there's still going to be a huge learning curve. So, um, yeah, that's everything I kind of have to say about going from being in your job to going into a business. I encourage it. I truly do. (laughs) From what I've said, it might sound like I don't. I do. I just want you to go in with your eyes open. And this is not about your eyes open that you're filled with fear. This is about going in with your eyes open about what you're prepared to do and not do. And there's no judgment either way. Absolutely zero judgment. You just need to know what you're prepared to do. That's all. Hope this has been helpful. If you've got follow-up questions, either you know the man who asked me this question or if you're someone listening going, hey, that applies to me and I've got follow-up questions, feel free to reach out. I'd love to hear your questions and answer it on future episodes. You've been listening to Entrepreneurs Rising. Thank you, dear listener, for tuning in. I appreciate your time and look forward to connecting in future episodes. If you would like show notes or any resources from today's episode, you can find them at rising.show. Rising.show, you can find show notes for this episode and all other episodes, as well as links to socials and the ability to reach out and connect with me, make your suggestions for future episodes. Until next time, keep up the journey.